0: Hey, everybody, it's Chris and Rick Talk Guitars yet again. uh, I'm Rick, and that's Chris over there, over yonder. We're just uh, still holed up in our COVID cocoons, Um, still riding this shit out. But uh, we wanted to talk today about versatility, how it relates to guitars, amps, whatever. It's something Chris and I talk about, and probably it's talked about uh, in the guitar world as well. But anyway, we're just going to dive right in let's talk about guitars I guess to start with and, and why don't you kind of give me a lay of the land of what you consider to be a versatile guitar just to start things off I guess.
1: So well, when I think of versatile guitars I think of back in like when I first started probably up through at least the 90s maybe and I don't know if it's a thing now but there was like the market kept trying to produce one guitar to rule them all. They would give you a guitar that was supposed to replace like three different guitars because it contained all the sounds of another guitar or something like that. The Super Strat from the 80s is a is classic example where you have the humbucker and the bridge, and then you have like two Strat options in the in the middle and in the neck. Right. And back then, I think there was this thought that everybody was trying to just get one guitar that could do it all. And I kind of feel like we've moved away from that. And, you know, since guitar... Culture has moved over to multi guitar players, you know, yeah. that want different guitars for different things. I, yeah. you know, I don't, I'm not as aware as I used to be of like a company trying to make one guitar that, you know, does a million things. Now it seems like they're more focused on this guitar is a great guitar. You know, the versatility part of it is up to you. And that's, you asked me what versatility means to me in guitar. It's, just, yeah, that's just it. It's not, number of pickups, number of switches, or things like that. It's just the way the guitar behaves when you play it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, to say my most versatile guitars are going to be completely different than anybody else's, because two of them that come to mind would be the Telecaster or the Esquire, either one of those, because I'm a bridge pickup person, or a Les Paul Jr., And you look at those and a lot of people are going to go, there's no way that guitar is versatile. It's only got one pickup. But the thing of it is, is let's take the Junior. It has one really good pickup that is very dynamic and responds differently the way you play it. It's very responsive, for me anyway. So, you know, you play this, depending on what you're trying to get out of the instrument, play by the bridge. It sounds completely different than, you know, if you move like just an inch or so towards the neck. So, I mean, I can play a lot of music on a junior. I mean, I, it could, I could take that guitar and that could be just my guitar and play everything that I need to play. And I would feel like that guitar was giving me a lot over, say, something like a Stratocaster, which I can't really get as much out of. You know what I mean? Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that totally makes sense, man. And I think it's cool that you touched on um, on just the player and the guitar, because exactly within that realm, no matter what guitar you're playing on, you really do have, and everybody has a wide range of sounds they can produce. If you use a pick and you pick really close to the bridge, you're going to get this more trebly, cool, high-end sound. And like you said, if you go closer to the neck, even using just one pickup, you're going to get a, a more bassy, uh, warm sound. And and just that alone, where you pick on the guitar is going to get you different sounds and and a little versatility with regard to sounds that you produce. Also, like you're saying, just whether you're digging in really hard or whether you lighten up on your playing, you're going to get a different sound out of that guitar too. So no, that makes perfect sense. And I, I actually think that's a really cool Way to approach versatility, and I'm thinking back to other guitarists, prominent guitarists that I know who have kind of said that over over the years, right? Like it's, and I know in your playing, I mean, I notice that a lot where you you use, whether you dig in or you lighten up on the, you're playing, it really has an effect on on the sound. So yeah, I think that's cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, I didn't answer that question very well. Versatility to me is more of a feel thing. You know, yeah. it's it's like when I pick up the guitar and I look at the music that I'm going to play and the kind of like what I'm going for in, in each set of songs. It's like which one of these guitars is going to do that more all the way through and give me like the kind of varied sound that I'm looking for in that context. And it's usually not a guitar that you would think would be super versatile because it would be a junior or a Telecaster. A Stratocaster is a guitar that I love. And you know it's got three pickups, and you know you can you can get all these you know different amounts of bass. But that guitar, more than any guitar that I have, when I take that to a rehearsal or something, I often end up with the feeling I brought the wrong guitar, because it doesn't have, you know, it doesn't have that meat. That like even a Telecaster, which is another Fender single single coil, is there's just something missing f- from that. But then again, I love the Stratocaster for different reasons. There's something that it'll do that nothing else will. But I just was, you know, thinking about the old concept of, like, guitar manufacturers trying to come up with the Swiss Army knife of guitars. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of the ad copy would even go out to say, you know, this guitar replaced three of my other guitars.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's just, it's just interesting to think that, you know, what you consider to be a versatile guitar is going to be different. I mean, let's talk about a guitar that's not versatile. Let's talk about, like, a, a Rickenbacker 360. I mean, I wouldn't think of that as being, you know, super versatile, but it's a classic. I mean, nothing else can do what it does like it does. So, I mean, just to put things into perspective, I think we've, as a guitar culture, we've kind of got past the point of where I want one guitar to do it all. I'm sure there's still people out there that that's, you know, that's kind of a thing and that's cool. But I mean, I think just as guitarists who have become like multi-instrument guitarists, I mean, we're not really looking for one guitar that can do it all. We're looking for 20 guitars that do one thing really good. <laughs> and in, in the context of those 20 guitars, there's maybe one or two that we're comfortable enough with that we can get lots of sounds out of, and that's the one that we bring when we're looking for a lot of variation in in tones. Yeah, and It doesn't necessarily amount to, for me, doesn't really necessarily amount to the number of pickups the number of switches you know the the type of pickups you know like coil taps or anything like that it's just like a guitar that you can pick up and you just know that you can get certain things out of it cuz you're so familiar with it and it's just like a really dynamic instrument i guess
0: yeah i mean i'm as as we're talking i'm remembering back to all these guitars in the 70s especially when people were having their guitars modded with a coil tap, right? So I can have my humbucker, I can have my single coil, sort of shit. And then manufacturers are making guitars like that too. And I even I had a couple of guitars with coil taps and I never liked it because the humbucker or the single coil never sounded as natural as like if I was playing a strat, a single coil strat or a telly. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know how to describe. It. But anyway, it never sat well with me. And I had I've had a couple of coil tap guitars. And it was just weird. I don't think they ever responded the way I kind of expected them to. I think some people, though, you know, say you're a guitar player and you you want to play a bunch of different stuff. And um, maybe, you, you know, th- th- there's that Variax, too, I think, from Line 6, which is supposed to re- replicate all the, it, you know, it's a modeling guitar, essentially, right? I've also seen guys play electrics where they've had, I don't know whether it's the pickup they've had or... Where they have an acoustic setting on the electric, and it sounded pretty badass. I, I know guitarists like have this old Dan Electro with lipstick pickups because it does a certain thing, right? And it's, and it's more than the pickups, really. It's the whole guitar. It's just this thing, the way it's built, the way it's. It just has a sound to it that I dig and that I, I want to go to when I need that sound. And so, um, yeah, I think it's cool. I think it can be. like you and i know it's like okay well now i have 15 guitars i don't think that's a bad thing i don't think you do either but um maybe some person who doesn't have a lot of money or something maybe maybe one of these guitars fits the bill for them right it's like okay well i have this guitar that does have a coil tap does you know and it, it suits me but but also maybe to that um maybe it's they don't know enough about the things we were talking about about playing right like where you play close to the bridge or close to the neck, or if you, or even your tone controls, right? I mean, there's this there's an interesting video online where Clapton's, you know, talking about his woman tone, right? <laughs> where he he adjusts the tone to this on his SG, and it's like, oh shit, there's that crazy sound that you're you're known for or whatever, but um, or also just weird combinations like Leslie West playing his Junior through a fucking PA system, right? Right so i mean versatility comes in so many different ways i guess i guess i'm I'm kind of meandering sorry about that but as i'm thinking about it i'm just thinking that it's it's such a topic that there's so many different ways to approach versatility and so many different definitions of of versatility i think it's a great conversation for all guitarists to have because maybe it'll make you think about the gear you have in a different way and I know it has for me, like, I'll see something and then it'll inspire me to go, well, shit, I never really mess with my tone controls, right? And I've got them, and they're always in 10. If I fuck around with them, what 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 will happen? But anyway, that was a ramble.
1: <laughs> it's, I think it's a rambling topic. It's, it's really... and you know, talking about the Strat, I, I mean, somebody who's... You know starting out and maybe they want to play a bunch of their favorite songs and you know that one of their favorite songs happens to be you know sweet home Alabama I mean <laughs> the Strat is where you're going to go to get that measly yeah. Yeah. you know tone and it's going to do it better than anything else but so you know I definitely understand that and I think back you know I don't know even now you know it's been years and years and years since I played in a cover band that did so much, you know, so many live sets where we were trying to ape, you know, whatever songs we were trying to do. But I don't even then recall being that particular about honing in on something. If I were playing Sweet Home Alabama, I'd want to have a strat, but I if I didn't have one then I would have made do with it. But yeah, I mean the same thing with amplifiers. I mean there was a while when amplifiers were and I'm sure there's there still are, It's you know, this amp will do, you know, take the place of 15 amps. You can do all this stuff with them. And I've seen so many bands where it's like they have 400 sounds, but not one good one. You right. know what I mean? It's like, yeah. just, you know, a good tone is, people are really going to appreciate it over more than like, this sounds like exactly like the tone on that song that's, you know, you heard on a record.
0: Yeah. Um, well, to that point, you, you brought me back to my, we were talking about, like I was in cover bands when I was younger and my setup was an 80 Flying B with humbuckers and a Marshall 100 watt half stack. And that's that was my rig. And uh, I was telling you, I played everything from Men at Work to Leonard Skinner to Sammy Hagar. And it, it did sound great. And all I did was, you know, I used my bridge pickup, I used my neck pickup or a combination or a combination of, uh, you know, adjusting my preamp on my amp. And so I was able to get a lot of different sounds just with that setup, you know, which is cool. So again, I think I, I, I'm glad you kind of brought up the fact that you consider like the junior and the telly versatile guitars, um, because your definition of versatility is really in your hands and positioning of, of, where you're playing on the guitar you know and you can do so much with that and similarly if you have a basic rig you still have a lot of options available to you to get different sounds so i think that's really something important to think about
1: yeah i mean one way to look at it is like if you were going into a recording session and you could bring one guitar what would you bring for me it would you know without even flinching would be the telecaster because i i use that on almost every recording and i can get it to you know behave in a track a certain way just by knowing it so well and you know it's it's like like I said it's on nearly everything I've ever recorded in some capacity the Telecaster will be on there I mean for live over probably the last you know like 10 years or so I've kind of gravitated more towards the Gibson humbucking sound or or the Gibson P90 sound either of those you know versatility on a record if you look at it as trying to get as many different textures and tones as you can out of one instrument, the Telecaster for me is that's the guitar that I would definitely reach for. So that's with cool. you, going to go to a session and record let's say you're recording like six songs or something like that. And they need various things, and, but you can only bring one guitar. Which one would you bring?
0: Uh, <laughs> that's a great, I, I'd, I'd say it would probably be a Les Paul or a um, something like that because, you know, I have, I have like a Les Paul Classic. I have the V. Um, it might even be the V, actually. You know what I mean? Because it that is, in terms of just the the body and and the neck construction, everything else, it's it's more akin to like an SG or a Junior because it's just a slab of mahogany, right? And the and a mahogany neck, right? It, the difference is it's got humbuckers, and a Junior will have P90s. But again, that the V's to me are very versatile guitars, and I think just the the body shape alone maybe is misleading to a lot of people because you know they associate it with hard rock or metal even though they came out in the 50s right but um those guitars th- there's a lot of versatility in those guitars in terms of the sounds you can produce um so i would i would say maybe the v you know i would bring and like i said man i, I just i remember so vividly getting all these different sounds out of my my rig the, the marshall and the v but again i wanted to kind of circle back to the strat because i think I do, th- I do think it's a versatile guitar, not only for the pickups and everything, but it's got the whammy bar. I mean, unless you've got a hardtail, but I think most people associate the Strat with the, the whammy bar. But um, I've really kind of come around on the five-position switch, because as you know, I've been playing a lot of U2. Mm-hmm. And I've he plays in that position that's between... Uh, it's not on the treble pickup, it's one up from the treble pickup. So, And... I used to hate that sound, but I, I use it now on when I play just well everything because that's what he uses. But I notice on when I play with gain, it it makes it does make the strat sound a little uh, mid rangey and and more sing uh, more p ninety ish actually than I ever kind of really thought, and I dig that. Like, and so I've been kind of just just through necessity, kind of discovering uh, new things about the strat that I really never focused on before. Or, or like you and I, I mean, we have there are strat sounds from the '80s that I just repel me. I think they just sound like crap. But I, I do think the strat is a versatile guitar, and I think it's you could think about it um, just holistically in terms of the guitar. You know, I just think the body shape, the the tremolo, the three pickups, all of that stuff, and even the five way switch. And and I think the five way switch. There's a lot of positions that I just think sound like crap. But again, some people they they like that sound but anyway i i, I do think the strat is a versatile guitar and i think most people think of it that way but again I, I think it's important to think about whatever guitar you have and and how much you can do on that thing is is a lot more than i think people realize you know yeah,
1: that's and that's completely valid your i mean your definition of versatility is you know is different than mine so I mean, I find the, uh, the opposite. There's this, There's a fundamental tone to the Stratocaster that I can't get, that it's just, a, it's like an amount of sustain or amount of something going on that it just doesn't, it, it, it's not there for me, and any guitar that it's there for me with, I can work with that and make everything, you know, make everything I like work. The Telecaster has that. The Telecaster bridge pickup has that. The Strat doesn't. But I still love the Strat. I mean, yeah. it, I just approach the Strat from a different angle. And if you look at, if you go back and watch some '70s country. I don't know of any examples, but the Les Paul Custom was used on a lot of like, in a lot of country, and it's a great guitar for that. A lot of people just, I mean, we have these preconceived notions of what a guitar is. You mentioned the SG and like hard, or not the SG, the the, the Flying V and hard rock, and that's true. But these guitars are so good for so much more that people, a lot of times, won't give them a chance just because it's that preconceived notion. You know, a Les Paul custom, that's not a country guitar. you got to have a Telecaster. And they sound, they work really well for that. And it's just about, for me anyways, it's just how it feels when you're playing it. And if you have that feel and that fundamental tone there, I can get anything I want out of it. I mean, it's just it's just, I can interact with the guitar to, you know, get that... that the twang, you know, that I need on a, on a Gibson, you know, it's easier. It's, I mean, it's out of the box. It's easier on a Telecaster because it has that twang. The Stratocaster has its own kind of twang thing going on. But, you know, I, if I had a Les Paul Jr. and had to play a set of country, I wouldn't be bummed out. Yeah. I mean, I would have to be more bummed out if I had a Strat to play a set of country. <laughs> you know? and, yeah. and there's other people who would be exactly the opposite, and that's why it's just such an interesting thing. It's like what is your definition of versatility and what do you look for in a guitar to give you your definition of versatility?
0: Well, and I love that um just what you said. I mean, cause I, I, we all do that. We all look at something and then we, we get a reaction or a judgment. Right. And I think that is another thing people should reconsider. It's like, you know, if if you're looking at a guitar and you're going god that looks like a metal guitar or something like that well try pick it up and play it and may, maybe it's going to surprise you you know because exactly i can remember seeing so many uh, so much footage of of people playing a certain guitar that i didn't expect to see them play right i i've heard them play before but then i see them playing and i'm like they're playing that guitar oh that's crazy and it sounds great it's like yeah it's it's it, it yeah certain guitars have a, an association to a certain genre of music but um again, in terms of versatility, there's so much more that, that a lot of these instruments can do. Um, and so don't pigeonhole a guitar because you think it's a metal guitar or a country guitar or a hard rock guitar. Also too, I, I just, I do love the the golf club metaphor too. It's like, cause if you talk uh, like session guys or, or even prominent musicians, they, or like, like you, you know, you, you will think of a certain guitar for a certain part because that's what you're hearing in your head, you know? And, and I think there's something really cool about that—that that, that there's a specific guitar that you have in mind to get a certain sound, and I, I love that.
1: Yeah, I mean, as you were talking, I was just thinking—I just saw this week uh, a video clip of Jerry Reed on some like I think it was the uh, Porter Wagner show, and he was doing a cool like instrumental, and he had a Les Paul Custom, and it just sounded like great like chicken pickany, twangy country guitar it sounded beautiful and just to know that all you have to do is you know turn up the gain on that guitar and hit the bridge pickup and you're like you can do like Zeppelin you know it's like that's yep. a, that's a guitar to me I mean and that's and all comes down to the way that he's playing it you know yep. what I mean yeah I think just bonding with a guitar will allow you to get so much out of it I mean it's it may be. I mean we probably I love having multiple guitars but I mean I think you can make one guitar work if you really wanted to. Yeah, of your
0: yeah. choice. Yeah, exactly. And I think I think that's what we're saying is, yeah, it's like whatever floats your boat. Um, and if you and if you do have the ability to have several guitars, and we talked about this before too, uh, guitars now you can get. There's so many guitars now. You you if even if you didn't have a lot of money, you could buy like three guitars and not break the bank and you could have you know a strat a telly and and a humbucker guitar and then you've got everything covered you know and like you say if you've got one of those that's your favorite that you really bonded with that you can get a lot of different sounds out of, maybe that's the one guitar you take if, if you can only take one guitar but that's kind of the cool thing now about you know there's good and bad things about all the manufacturers and things like that but the good part is you can find a bunch of stuff that's really usable without breaking the bank and and have, you know, a a versatile arsenal of, of gear. Yeah. Which I think is super cool.
1: Yep. Absolutely.
0: You've got some cool amps that are, that are pretty versatile, like your little Princeton, your, your, your little music master bass amp. Um, What do you think of your amps? So say you had to take one amp to a show or to a gig or, you know, and, and play a bunch of different music. What, what amp would you take?
1: Well, it depends on the gig. I mean, really, I have a Sovtek MIG 50. That's anytime I'm playing like loud stuff, like rock, I'll bring that. And if it's something smaller, if it's a small like combo band, I'll bring the Music Master bass amp. And I've, you know, I'm. I think they're pretty versatile. I mean, I get what I want out of them, and I don't, you know, I don't go for a huge variation in tone. Like you know, as we talked about, I don't really have a clean tone, dirty tone, but it comes down to like you know what songs i'm playing and what am i looking to get out of the guitar parts and they all do it really well and many of my amps i've got like seven amps and other than the Sovtek, all of them just have a tone control there's not like bass treble mid-range or anything like that yeah. it's just um just a tone control so yeah it's there's not a lot of bells and whistles and channel switching and things like that so I mean, I just love a, a really good bass tone. I mean, I can plug into an app and within five minutes tell you if it'll work for me. And if it'll work for me, I guess it should be considered a versatile app because I can get all the tones that I need to do what I want to do. And someone else might not think so. If someone plugged into like the 64 Princeton. It's like there's only a tone control, you know. I just, <laughs> but that's all I need.
0: I'm happy. Yeah. I'm the same way. I, I really like simplicity in amps. And I have a Music Master Bass amp, well, a couple. And then I have that Vox, the newer Vox C15. And that's a really cool amp, too, because it's got minimal controls. But it's, it's pretty versatile in, in, the, in the range of sounds I can get from that thing. I can, I can just go straight through the amp and get all the gain I want. Or I can just use the preamp and dial it in as needed, which is super cool. So I'm kind of digging that amp that's another thing too I think about the complexity of some gear it's like it's so complex I I just couldn't I just couldn't dial it in you know
1: if if given too many choices I just make no choice
0: (laughs) exactly yeah exactly I shrug and go okay well I don't know I guess I just don't know how to dial this damn thing in but
1: again I mean I guess you in order to understand that you have to get yourself into the mind of like who uses this it's like either somebody that's needs a million different little sounds for recording, like maybe recording with a bunch of different artists or something like that, or like a a live act that wants to sound close to a lot of like these songs at this wide range,
0: Right. but it
1: just, it's just like so many things for me though, it's like when you try to do so many things, you end up doing so many things, but not very well. It's like, and then you have something that says, this is my thing, it's great. You can base everything you play off of it take it and run and then you don't have to worry about that thing anymore
0: do you do you mess with your tone controls much on your guitars at all or do you just like i'm always curious too about guitarists and how they because i've just always been everything on 10 i mean i've adjusted volume sometimes but on the guitar but again like most of the time it's just like set my setup up and i'm on 10 and i play and i don't know
1: live yeah it's mostly on 10 although the last couple of years i've been trying to get away with having to bring a um like a boost pedal to get my solos to punch out more, so I've been just kind of leaving a little bit on the volume, to to go, you know, that much further, so I don't have to use a, a boost pedal. But no, recording is a totally different story. I'll do anything if I'm recording to get, you know, to hear. I'll I'll roll the tone back or do anything like that. But I mean, if you think about it, I mean, most of the bands I've been playing in the last few years, it's just like you know. You need a good rock tone. You need, you know, a good rootsy rock tone. You need a good like, you know, folky country tone. And you know what I have is what served me well for that. Nine times out of ten, it's a Les Paul Junior or a Les Paul with humbuckers, or it's a Telecaster. So, I mean, make of that what you will. But it's it. I feel like it gives me everything I want. You know, as far as variations in tone and you know, what I'm trying to project with the song. So that's, to me, the definition of versatile. Well,
0: cool, man. Versatility. It's a, it's a topic that is wide-ranging. Talk about it amongst your friends. And uh, thanks for listening, as always. Chris and I will continue to, to soldier on. Um, we've got a couple of cool ideas uh, coming up for our next uh, episode, so stay tuned. Thanks for listening, as always. Check us out on social media. Chris, you got any parting thoughts?
1: Play a lot of guitar out there.
0: Awesome. See you later.